Welcome to our podcast. I'm Rob. And I'm Reese. In a world of deception, we want to help you discover true answers. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. We're talking true answers, and today we're talking about what's next. What's next, Reese? Uh, this is going to be a pretty interesting conversation um, because we're going to be talking about what's next after this physical life is over. Um, so Rob has prepared a number of questions, and uh, we're going to just kind of chat through them and and try and organize our thoughts in a way that's helpful for everybody. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, if you listen to any of it, you can listen to the first minute, and you'll get a good answer. There you How go. How about we start it like that, right after this motorcycle goes by? <laughs> so we will be going to a place where God dwells or where we will be separated from God after yeah. this life. So it's one of those two places, and it's our choice where we go. Yeah, I I like the way you phrase that, um, that it's our choice, because we can choose to spend eternity with God or without Him. Um, you know, so we're going we're gonna to really dive into this subject today. Yeah, so I think two great questions are what is heaven and what is hell. Yeah. So let's... Uh, Let's start by looking up. That's always good, right? Yeah, let's, <laughs> that's a good place to start. What does the Bible tell us about heaven? Um, a couple of things I pulled out were God dwells in heaven. Mm -hmm. There's some scriptures like 1 Kings 8.43, Hear thou in heaven. And then verse 49, you know, hear our supplication in heaven, thy dwelling place. Mm -hmm. So that's where God dwells. Does um, I just have a quick question. Does heaven in that context... Does that essentially just mean like a like a higher plane of existence? Is that what it's getting at? Cause it, or is it are they literally addressing the sky? Yeah, because this this is a legitimate question. People do ask this question. Yeah. So what's the context there? Well, uh, the man of God is praying for mm -hmm. the nation of Israel. Right. And he's addressing God where he dwells beyond earth. Right. God so that's made, essentially what it means is beyond earth. Yeah. Not necessarily he lives on, you know, the star of Orion or whatever. You know what I mean? Like not necessarily right there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, heavens is interesting because it's God made the heaven and the earth. So we live on the earth. Mm -hmm. And if you think about heaven as the sky, you know, we've dabbled in it with airplanes and spaceships and stuff. Right. But we'll never know the extent of it. Yeah. And it's true. we'll never find where God dwells or see it until mm -hmm. until we're right with him and he takes us to him. Right. Interesting. I was just curious. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we do know that God dwells in heaven. Yeah. At his, this point. His throne is in heaven and mm -hmm. he rules over all. So Psalm 103, 19 says, The Lord hath prepared his throne in the heavens and his kingdom ruleth over all. So that makes me think about, you know, the kingdom of heaven, mm -hmm. like the kingdom of God. It's it's God's dwelling. Yeah. And Reese and I did a, a study a while back about the kingdom of God. And what I just, I always come back remembering is it's all about the king. Right. It's all about the king and his domain. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Right. Yes, for sure. Um, you know, it's interesting to point out, too. 
uh, is we actually get two perspectives of the throne of God being in heaven from Scripture. If you look at Ezekiel chapter 1, um, Ezekiel sees a vision. This is the first vision that he sees. Uh, and God allows him to see Jesus Christ. So, I mean, obviously in the Old Testament, they didn't have the name Jesus Christ, or they didn't have the name Jesus. We know Christ essentially just means the anointed one. But um, Ezekiel in Ezekiel chapter 1 saw from the earth looking up into the sky a throne like sapphire. Hmm. And there was a man who sat on the throne, and his body was like the color of amber, Um and and we know through study that he was seeing Jesus sitting on the throne. But another cool thing is that if you fast forward to the book of Revelation, when it shows Jesus sitting on the throne, actually names him and says this is Jesus Christ, um, we see almost an identical picture. We see the throne in heaven. And this is, keep in mind, these are two different perspectives. So Ezekiel is seeing it from the earth looking into heaven. John the Revelator is in heaven as this is happening in, his, in John's vision. But he sees Jesus, and, and Revelation says that it looks like he's got fire wrapped around his body, essentially. Like he was just this, um, you know, this, this glowing being, uh, and he sat on the throne. It's just really cool. I say all that to say that the throne is in heaven, and Jesus Christ sits on the throne today, and it's in another plane than where we exist. Because we're here on the earth. Yeah, yeah. And it's just interesting to see those two perspectives from Old Testament and New Testament, but they're showing pretty much the same thing. Yeah, it's an opportunity. It's a place where we can go. Right. And God gives us that choice. Right. Yeah. Some other things in heaven. Hope is stored in heaven. Colossians 1.5. For the hope which is laid up for you in heaven. Inheritance is in heaven. 1 Peter 1.4 mm-hmm. To an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled that fades not not away is reserved in heaven for you. Right. And uh, one more thing in heaven is the new Jerusalem. John 14.2-3 In my Father's house are many dwelling places. If not, I would have told you. I am going away to prepare a place for you. If I go away and prepare a place for you, I will come back and receive you to myself so that where I am you may be also. So I love that one. That's where he's basically speaking as the groom, saying, uh-huh. "Hey, honey, I'm I'm getting ready, <laughs> right. getting ready for the special day when you're with me." Yeah. So he's preparing that new Jerusalem for his people. Right. That's super cool. And then there's also something um, that I just thought of to bring up real quick uh, is that Matthew chapter six talks about us laying up treasures in heaven. Now, I wanted to get your perspective on this. I'll read the scripture just for sake of clarity. But Matthew chapter 6, verse 20, But lay lay up for yourself treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal. Verse 21, For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Rob, I wanted to ask your perspective. What are the treasures that we lay up in heaven? Oh, that's so good. Because we're talking about things that are in heaven, yeah. and this just came to my mind. I would. It's anything done for God's kingdom. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to last. Right. You know, I was just um, thinking of something today, and I heard that it was, you know, God. The glory of man will go to the grave with him. Mm. Yeah. Any gl- anything you store up on earth, even if it's you build something great and people have books about you, 
and you leave a legacy, if it isn't in the kingdom of God, it stays and it goes nowhere. It stays on the earth, earth. and we know that heaven and earth will pass away, and there will be a new heaven and a new earth. That's right. So that legacy will end at some point. Right. Nice. But if your legacy is in heaven, it's eternal. Yeah. It's there forever. That's, yeah, that's a really interesting take on that. I think examples of storing things in heaven would be spending time in prayer and fasting, spending time loving your neighbor and making sacrifices for somebody. Yeah. Um, hearing and obeying the voice of God. Those would be things that each time you do it, there's something stored. It, God notes it, puts it in a book, mm-hmm. and he'll open that book when we're in heaven. Right. Because we do know that there are essentially rewards when we get to heaven. The Bible also talks about crowns that we all receive and then cast them at his feet because we understand that he's the king, not us. Right. So yeah. just the fact that we get to be in heaven is reward enough. We don't need anything above and beyond. But Scripture tells us like this, that there will be treasures in heaven. I often think, too, that a part of the treasures that will be in heaven is like if you're a good husband and father and you teach your kids and train them the way they're supposed to go, they'll end up in heaven with you, too. Yeah. And that's part of that treasure. Or like friends, family members that you've witnessed to and they've received the gospel and followed the steps of salvation and lived a holy life and they get to go to heaven, too. That's like a treasure as well. I love that. So Any it's, investment you make in someone else that brings them closer to making a decision for themselves to be in heaven? Yeah. Oh, yes, absolutely. That's an investment. Yeah, that's, that's, really, that's really cool. I just want to get your take on that. I love that. Did you have anything else about heaven? Should we start talking about <laughs> the other one? Um, well, we know that... Uh, actually, do you want to talk about some of the some of the things that that we were talking about um that brother lee stone king preached about maybe not so much in depth because i know that was a really deep yeah message but uh some of the things about heaven that he talked about being maybe um maybe let's narrow it down and talk about um new jerusalem for a minute okay uh so we just mentioned that scripture says heaven and earth is going to pass away and there will be a new heaven and a new earth. But then in the book of Revelation, it also talks about New Jerusalem. That is essentially that. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. That's the place that Jesus is going to prepare. Right. Yeah. Hebrews twelve twenty two. But ye are come unto Mount Zion and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem and to an innumerable company of angels. Wow, that would be cool to see. Yeah. And the just the dimensions, right, like are unbelievable to think about. I remember Brother Raymond Woodward talking about the New Jerusalem, and he kind of laid it out in plain terms. I'm not as, you know, good of a speaker as he is, but um, he really laid it out. And uh, just there's, uh, it's going to be so big. Yeah. Be absolutely huge. And it'll just be like, 100% paradise, like, all the time. Yeah. Somebody drew a picture of it, and I'm... It was, like, at least the width of it was, like, Florida to Maine. Right. And it's it was huge. And it was a cube that size. So it was, like, right. almost the size of the Earth, but a, a cube. Right. And, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to house those 
it's going to house the bride of Christ. Right, exactly. Not, not all of mankind because we all have a choice. Right. And see, this is going to be a point. This is a point of contention among believers is that there are believers, first off, that believe in predestination. So we want to be clear that the Bible does not say anything about God already choosing before you're born whether or not you're going to hell or heaven. So we want to make that clear. Um, but then number two is there are some areas of Christianity that say, hey, just accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you're going to heaven and there's nothing you can do to change that destination after you've put your faith in Jesus. We'll cover some of these things in subsequent podcasts. Um, but that's I just wanted to give our listeners the background. That's why we're saying it's a choice because you can receive the Holy Spirit, be baptized in his name, and live a sinful life after the fact and not make it. Yeah. Because if it all it culminated, if salvation culminated with repentance, baptism in Jesus' name, and the infilling of the Holy Ghost, as Acts 2.38 says, the Bible would end there. Mm. But we have chapter and book upon book after the salvation message teaching us how to live to become after mature. that exactly because you can receive the holy ghost and be baptized and then go back to your old ways and the bible describes that as a dog returning to its vomit and you can do that and miss out on going to heaven i just again i just want to be clear that's why we're saying that this is a choice but some of those um topics we will we'll talk about you know in other podcasts so Heaven is the place you want to be. That's what it boils down to. That's where Jesus Christ is and will be for all of eternity. And we have the opportunity, even though we're born and shaped in iniquity, Jesus Christ in his sacrifice, death, burial, and resurrection has provided a way of salvation for us, which is found in Acts 2.38. Repent, be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For this promise is unto you and to your children, and all that are far off, as many as the Lord our God shall call. So we have that promise, but now let's talk about the converse. Um, let's talk about the bad place. Yeah. Hell. So hell, I would say rather its eternal punishment was created for Satan. It wasn't created for mankind. Right. Matthew 25, 41 and 46 talk about that. It says, depart from me, you who are cursed into eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. And then verse 46, and they will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. Mm. You know what? We also see that with the demoniac and the Gadarenes, uh, when Jesus addressed the demons, they told Jesus, don't send us into outer darkness yet. It's not time for that. Mm. And Jesus said, fine, go into the pigs. So they even know the the wicked, the the evil one and all of his whatever, wicked spirits, they know that this place ultimately is where they're going to end up. Yeah. So we're talking true answers. And it'd be easier to not tell the truth sometimes. Yeah. Because sometimes the truth hurts. Yeah. Sometimes you have to, sometimes you can you can only handle so much truth. Right. Because it's revealing. Right. Um, but we're, we're not going to lie to you guys. We're going to tell you the truth. So I'm going to tell you what the lake of fire is described as. Yeah. It's a place of continual torment 
forever. Oh. Revelation 20.10, the devil who deceived them who was thrown into the lake of fire and suffered sulfur where the beast and false prophet are, and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Good Lord. Yeah. So where will you go determines is determined by if your name is in the book of life. Yeah. You know what? Just since we're describing what this place is like, Brother Merrill at one of our um, uh, at one of our youth camps talked about hell in depth, and actually that same that same story where Jesus encountered the demoniac, um, and the the demons said to him, "Don't cast us into outer darkness." Um, ultimately, what that uh, that phrase translates to in from Greek to English or whatever, um, means a place of dark, isolating torment. So there's this phrase um, among people. It's, it's kind of a joke, but they say, eh, if I end up in hell, that's where all my friends are at, so we'll have a party anyways. Well, according to Scripture, that's not how hell is going to be. It's going to be very isolating dark and it'll be painful so even though you know friends may be there i believe that when you when you experience that when you go to that place that you won't have any i i feel like the sense of isolation will be so great that you will feel like you are the only one there there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth that's great sadness and great anger yeah yeah no thanks. Well, uh, how about we close out with a focus back on the New Jerusalem? Yes, because, it's because all about hope. Man. Yeah, you guys have a choice. We all have a choice. Right. So if we turn to God, we can go to that New Jerusalem. In Revelation 21, it's such a good chapter, worth reading the whole thing. Um, but I'll touch a little bit of it, um, starting at verse 3. I heard a loud voice from the throne. Look, God's dwelling is with humanity. And he will live with them. They will be his people. And God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Death will no longer exist. Grief, crying, pain will exist no longer. Because the previous things have passed away. And the one seated on the throne says, Look, I'm making everything new. Right? Because these words are faithful and true. Heaven. Man, uh, yeah. I'm ready. I know. I we we probably tell each other that all the time. It's like I'm just ready. Ready to go home. Uh, you know. Cause this uh this world, like that old song says, and Vesta Mangan used to sing it all the time, but this world is not my home, I'm just passing through. That's so true. Um you know, and I'll be honest, now that uh that my father has returned um to his relationship with God. Now I'm praying that prayer, even so come, Lord Jesus. Mm. Just come. You know, because for a long time it was like, I don't want my dad to end up, you know, I I don't want to be separated from him for eternity. Even though I do believe that because there's no sadness or whatever in heaven, that even if people that we know don't make it, uh, I don't know that we would know that in heaven. Because that would cause sadness, right? But... While I'm on the earth thinking about it, I'm like, man, I I want my whole family to go with me 
you know, and now that my dad is is in a right relationship with Jesus and he's given his life back over and prayed through again and, you know, um, all that, I'm like, I just want to go to heaven, man. But really part of this podcast, and I want our listeners to know this, um, part of the reason why we did this podcast was to bring true answers so everyone has an opportunity to hear the gospel and so everyone has an opportunity to make it to heaven by hearing the gospel. Yeah, we have this one life on earth and it's 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 an opportunity for us to choose which direction we're going. We have so many chances, but we right. have only one life. Right. So what's next? It's up to you. Yeah, it is. You. I think that's a great way to wrap up. Um, so thank you all so much for sitting in with Rob and I again. Thank you, Rob, for uh, pulling together this info and kind of leading the conversation. Yeah, thank you, Reese. It's been good. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. We really do enjoy these, and um, we hope you just have a great week. And God bless you all, and keep seeking for true answers. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of True Answers. Rob and I have really enjoyed bringing this type of content to you. And we also wanted to let you know that you can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or any other place that you receive your podcasts from. Thank you so much. God bless you and keep seeking for true answers.